Welcome to Come and Reason, a podcast about life, ministry, and God's continuing work in the minds of His people. I'm your host, Joe Henson, and this podcast is presented by DeclaringGlory.com. In this, our second episode, I continue my conversation with David Mainsmith, a faithful member and committed evangelist in our church. This past year, David was diagnosed with ALS. And in this episode, I'd like to start with a testimony David shared with our congregation just after he received his diagnosis. I remember praying, uh, I don't know how long ago, uh, maybe, maybe a couple months ago, that somehow God would use me, you know, to make him known and to bring him glory. And it's kind of funny sometimes the way God answers our prayers. Uh, This week, uh, we went to Raleigh Neurological, and uh, I'd been there a couple times before. Uh, First time to see uh, Dr. Farrell. He did some general tests. Then a couple weeks later, went to see a man named uh, his, he's Dr. Tim, and uh, he did uh, nerve conduction studies. And then we got a phone call uh, that uh, Dr. Farrell was wanting to, um, uh, he was making a special time available to me um, and wanted to speak to me. And so I thought, well, that sounds good. We're going to find out something finally and uh, find out what's going on. And uh, he said, uh, after just a little bit, that uh, I have what's called ALS. Uh, That's um, the um, nerve problem where um, your nerves aren't really connecting with muscles anymore and the muscles start to die. And uh, it's a unique uh, illness. Uh, There's no diet or medicine or treatment or cure. Um, You just kind of put up with it for a while. And I told him, you know, uh, I was afraid he was going to say, you know, this is just in your mind or (laughs) we don't know what's going on yet. And, and really, I was thankful to uh, have a, a diagnosis uh, quickly. And uh, in, in all of this, um, you know, it's still my desire to bring God glory through it and to be a witness through all of this. Um, today, I spent the day... Um, uh, writing a letter to my customers. We have, uh, I guess, about 700 people, I think, on our, um, in our database. And um, over a you know, period, maybe the next year, we will want to contact all of those people and uh, let them know what's going on, we'll contact them kind of when their piano tuning should come up. Um, but... I'm really wanting to be very clear with these people as to what I believe and why I believe it and where my hope is. 
and uh, that I can be a clear witness to them and to neighbors and uh, to doctors that we'll be meeting. And, and uh, anyway, uh, Dr. Farrell has me set up to go over to Duke and uh, meet with uh, a doctor over there. And uh, he's got a few more tests in mind. He says there's a rare chance that it could be something else. Uh, but uh, he, he really doesn't think so, and I don't either. Um, you know, it, it's going to be a little bit difficult. Um, it's already a tiny bit. But um, I think that uh, my prayer is that uh, I won't be a real pain in the butt <laughs> and uh, that I will be uh, kind and uh, uh, patient with myself and with Nancy. I think it's going to be harder on Nancy than it is me, to be honest with you. And I have a lot of concern uh, for her and all that she's going to have to put up with in dealing with me. <laughs> so anyway, um, we are so thankful to be at this church. We really are uh, so thankful for Joe's teaching tonight. I thought it was just wonderful. It, it just really is really, really helping me. And uh, uh, But that's where we're, we're headed and uh, what we're thinking and uh, we, our, our concern is that really, in, in all of this, that um, we reach others for Christ, that we are a witness. Um, there's a, a, you know, several movies about ALS on, on uh, YouTube and, and on, uh, I think I watched one, I think it was a Roku channel maybe. And uh, it was about a football player. His name was Gleason. And, uh, he, you know, he's a famous man. He's got lots of money. And, uh, but I thought, you know, of course, I haven't quite gone down the road as far as he has. But, uh, you know, he just seemed so impatient with his wife and uh, unkind to her. And, and I don't want to be that way. I really don't. I, I want to, even with, with Nancy, I want to be... Um, who God would want me to be, and uh, a witness to, to his goodness. You know, I have hope, as we all do, regardless of um, what difficulties we go through. The second we leave this world, we're cured. You know, we have no more problem. And um, that's my hope, that... Uh, my hope is not in myself and how good I've been, <laughs> far from that. My hope is in Christ and how good he's been and, and God's promises. And uh, so anyway, I, I want to finish well. And we will pray to that end with you, brother. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing, David. As you can tell, we need to be in prayer. And we do want to pray in just a moment. Uh, for both David and Nancy, and the road ahead of them, that God would show himself mighty in their weakness, and that they would be able to do what David said, finish well, and uh, testify of the grace of God 
along that path. Now, let's return to the second half of my recent interview with David. Earlier, as we were talking, you, you mentioned kind of at the beginning that your doctor has recently said to you that there's a decline since your diagnosis with ALS, and you're seeing um, a decline in your breathing, mm-hmm. and you've watched that steadily. And, and I'm, I want to talk to you in a moment about all that's happening um, with your health again, but, but I was curious for a moment about some of the things that God was doing in your heart in the months and maybe even the years prior to your diagnosis, how the Lord was at work in you, um, how He was growing you in Him, um, what ways maybe do you even see, I think you kind of described this to me before, but your, your diagnosis as even potentially an answer to your prayer when it comes to a, a means by which you can glorify God. So, so what was it God was doing in your heart, and what does He continue to do in your heart through this and seeing uh, your diagnosis not as uh, uh, really the end of life, but as a means to calling others to life? Yeah. H- how are you thinking about all that? Well, of course, when you get something like this, you begin to uh, read about it and research it and I recently read a, a book uh, by a, a Marine major, uh, Randy Abert. His last name is spelled H-E-B-E-R-T. It's actually pronounced Abert. And he was diagnosed with ALS in 1995. Okay. The um, doctors told him he had two or three years to live. Hmm. He's still alive today. Wow. So um, I believe my doctor is a very good doctor. Mm-hmm. And... Um, in sharing with me that I had six months left to live, I think that's absolutely a reflection of her knowledge of this disease and mm-hmm. her professionalism, and mm-hmm. and it's a good prediction. And that may happen. It may happen in four months mm-hmm. or 14 months. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Our, um, our life is really in God's hands, and he mm-hmm. does what is best and um, one of the quotes in that book that I kind of liked that um, only God can turn a mess Mm. into a message Mm -hmm. and only Mm -hmm. God can turn a test into a test testimony Mm. a trial into a triumph and a victim into a victory Mm. Um, the uh, the Bible has a lot to say about suffering Mm-hmm. Uh, in Romans chapter 5, there's some, some good thoughts. It says, we glory in our suffering because we know the suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Mm-hmm. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love um, has been poured out mm-hmm. into our hearts. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that has really been wonderful uh, to see um, is uh, the love of the church during this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys coming over, they, they built me a ramp so mm-hmm. I can, I'm not stuck in the house all the time. You know, it's <laughs> nice to be able to get out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they helped tear down this deck, and so we're getting started on a uh, what I'm going to call a sunroom, mm-hmm. but it'll be a place for me to be able to have a hospital bed and... and uh, have a, um, a shower that I can get into easily. And 
So uh, it's just been uh, a tremendous blessing to see the love of God's church. I've really um, been so thankful for Nancy. Um, uh, she's always been a very loving person, but this is difficult on her in, in many, many ways. And uh, I really see in her God's love for me. Amen. She's just a wonderful person, really is. Amen. So, so when you uh, reflect on how the Lord is preparing your own heart for this season, you're seeing how He was preparing you for a, a suffering and, and, and even preparing Nancy's heart for a suffering and a serving. What are some of the lessons that the Lord has taught you since the diagnosis? So... He had prepared you and Nancy in some ways, but how, how has he now taught you, um, drawn you closer to himself, taught you more about his truth, anchored your soul with the truth of the word since, since the diagnosis? Mm. Yeah, this has given me a little bit of time to um, read more and, and mm. to go through more books, and I've mm. gone through several books on heaven, mm-hmm. and... Um, um, and more convinced that more than ever that um, you know God is preparing for us just a wonderful place, a wonderful mm-hmm. experience. Um, as Christians, we may have illnesses of different sort. As Christians, we're all going to be healed of those, either in this lifetime or in the next. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we're going to wind up with perfect bodies that don't age and don't get sick and. Uh, don't have the problems like we have had here on this earth. Amen. Amen. So when you quoted earlier that Christ came, that we might have life and life more abundantly, someone may look at a diagnosis like yours and say, "How, how is that abundant life? But it sounds like you would point them forward to uh, that your eternal life you may have now, but you're not seeing it as a fullness yet. That abundant life is still to come. Well, you know, I've been very fortunate. I'm uh, 71 right now. This month mm-hmm. I'll be 72. And um, I've had, for 71 years, I've had relatively good health. Mm-hmm. I've had much of God's blessings in, in many, many ways. And uh, um, I enjoyed the electronics career for 30 years. And then I started this piano tuning service and uh, I repaired and tuned pianos and built up a, a good little business there. Really enjoyed it. Uh, would have kept on going until I was 90 at least. Um, but you know, God has other things in mind sometimes and uh, I would not have changed my course, I don't think, hmm. unless God put something like this in my way. Hmm. And um, I believe he, he really has a purpose in it. Um, I have relatives that um, need to uh, be thinking seriously about what they believe, and I'm hoping through this message that they will be. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thankful that I've been able to teach uh, uh, probably thousands of children, and I'm hoping some of them eventually went to Bible school um, you know, we started teaching, oh, my goodness, a long, long time ago. And uh, so some of them are probably 
old enough now to have fifth graders themselves. Wow. <laughs> but um, I, I absolutely believe that the purpose of life is to discover God. Uh, recently, I've been uh, listening to a book by Billy Graham, and um, it's called The Journey. It's a, actually a pretty good book. And um, he talks about, you know, if God didn't want us to discover who he was, all the things he could have done, you know, he could have made it just tremendously different, <laughs> difficult for us to discover uh, anything about him. Instead, you know, he's given us the Bible. Um, I believe in the Bible because Jesus believed in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Jesus quoted scripture often. And um, he, he talked about it just very, very often. Um, when you look at the Bible and um, you look at the men who wrote the Bible, they didn't get big royalties for writing a Bible. Uh, they... Um, uh, many of them gave their lives mm -hmm. for the words they wrote. And um, when we when we look at the Bible, we see a book that has had greater impact mm. on the history of man than any other book that's ever been written. Um, we see prophecies and um, many, many fulfilled prophecies and then many fulfilled prophecies that, that related to Jesus Christ. And one of the reasons we believe in him is because of those prophecies that he fulfilled. You know, where he was born, what kind of ministry he would have, how he would die, his resurrection. I mean, all that was prophesied um, by prophets live, living hundreds, maybe even thousands of years before he lived. And um, God is not trying to hide his self. He reveals himself through this book called the Bible. He's revealed himself through all of nature, really. I mean, in all of nature, we see just tremendous complexity. And, um, you know, scientists are all the time studying just, just how complex life is. We can't have super complexity apart from super intelligence. I mean, it... it it'd be much more difficult to believe um, that there was no God than there is a God. I mean, mm -hmm. it would just not make any sense at all. Mm -hmm. I guess that's one of the things I kind of love about Christianity. It just makes a whole lot of sense. Amen. Amen. Let me ask you this. The Lord has been teaching you lessons all through your life. He's been continuing to teach you lessons since your diagnosis. But in what ways would you say that you're praying that the Lord might use you during these challenging days? You, you started by saying, uh, my days are numbered by God. My, my doctor's told me what she thinks, but I, I don't know what, what that's going to mean uh, in, in the actual outcome. But mm -hmm. days are numbered. The scriptures call us to number our days and mm -hmm. make each day count, apply our hearts to wisdom. So as you look at the time you have left, and you and I have talked a bit about this at other times, how are you praying that the Lord uses you? with the time you have left, brother. Yeah. You know, we're, we're living in a time where, you know, possibly it's, it's what the Bible talked about when it talked about there being a great falling away. Um, we're seeing a lot of people um, deconstruct their faith, as they say. And uh, we have to wonder 
how could how could anyone that really believed in mm. Christ now all of a sudden turn away? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's just been a little bit too much entertainment mm. in the church and not serious thinking about what we believe mm-hmm. and why we believe it. I'm I'm real concerned about you know some of the music and preaching I hear, mm. um, not really leading people to seriously think about um, who Christ is and who God is. I mean, how can you? Jesus said that if if a man really believes in Him, he wouldn't walk in darkness. Um, and, and yet we see lots of people trying to do that. Mm-hmm. I would hope that maybe this teaching, that uh, our teaching downtown, we, we go downtown and preach on the streets and we hand out gospel tracts and hand out bookmarks. And I would hope that, you know, maybe we would convince some people mm-hmm. to really seriously think about who Christ is and uh, really seek for Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's promises in the Bible uh, you know, that anyone, anywhere who seeks for God is going to mm-hmm. find him. Amen. Yeah. So it sounds like your, your burning desire is that with whatever time the Lord has left for you, your light would so shine before men that they might see your good works and give glory to your Father, come to Absolutely. trust in Christ, be drawn yeah. near to him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That, Amen. That's definitely the most important thing in life. Amen. I mean, it doesn't matter how much money you earn. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Eventually, you're going to give it up. And uh, we have young people today who seem to think if they just eat the right foods <laughs> and they just run enough miles, and I've done all those things in the past, you know, you can still just all of a sudden wind up mm-hmm. with uh, uh, something, something like ALS. Had a sister-in-law. And um, just a very smart lady. She was a nurse, registered nurse, and um, seemed to be healthy all of her life. Uh, just all of it, one day she started having headaches. The mm. next thing you know, she's being told she has stage four cancer mm. and uh, died just quickly after that. So we just don't know. And um, we, what we do know is everybody, if the Lord doesn't return, everybody is going to die. And they really need to think about that mm-hmm. because there's, there is a right way and a wrong way. Mm-hmm. Satan is a, is a terrible liar, and uh, he, he wants to destroy people. Mm-hmm. He wants to destroy their faith. And um, it's, it's, uh, it's serious business. <laughs> Absolutely. David, when you first shared with our church, uh, I think it was a Wednesday night, was the, you had got, gotten your diagnosis not long before and had some tests run, and you, you stood before us, and one of the things you asked us to be praying about is that you would finish well. Mm-hmm. You said, I don't know how long I have, but I want to finish well. And I, I just wanted to ask you, as you just expressed that desire to finish well, how are you praying, and, and to what... Uh, practical ends are you working that you might do just that to finish well? And how would you call others to pursue that same end? Well, one is to keep in the Word, stay in the Word. The Bible tells us how to do lots and lots of things. And um, I think I'm, I'm learning about that. 
mm-hmm. and uh, wanting to stay faithful, mm-hmm. wanting to stay um, patient and kind, mm-hmm. and um, and yet in as much time as I have, and in as much ability as I have, mm-hmm. to to remain a witness for God, to mm-hmm. ma- remain a servant. I um, I am very thankful for the church and thankful for you mm. and men like you that uh, have you know gone to school and, and learned so much and uh, and and help us to understand the scriptures and so I love going to church <laughs> and I love uh, you know getting into um, uh, the teachings of Men like John MacArthur and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Stephen Davies, and and uh, I mean, we just have a good number of wonderful Bible mm-hmm. teachers mm-hmm. that uh, are great resources to us. Um, and I'm very thankful for them and for you. Oh, praise the Lord and brother! I I, I just want to say how thankful we are for you and Nancy. Uh, there there are a lot of things we could say right now, but I, I just want to thank you for your faithfulness. Uh, you just described uh, your love for the church, and I want to assure you of your church's love for you. Uh, I want to tell you, when you come, and, uh, and you and Nancy both smile and speak with grace, you demonstrate a faithfulness and a commitment uh, that is often lacking in our day, mm-hmm. and in the face of so many trials you're in the middle of, it's no small thing that you keep coming. And uh, you come early, you stay late, you, you invest, uh, you go, still go out on the street and do evangelism. You have communicated with me over and over again how uh, you, your heart just burns within you to see uh, family and friends and neighbors and anyone who will uh, listen uh, come to faith in Christ. And so I, I just want to say uh, from all of us as your church how much we love you how much we thank the Lord for you, how burdened we are right now for you and for Nancy as uh, she cares for you with, and you've already referenced that, how, how kindly and how generously she, she serves you. Um, but I, I want to, uh, from your church, say for all of us how much we love you, how much we thank the Lord for you, how much we're praying for you in these days. And, um, and I thought what I might do is just pray a word of prayer for you right now, if that's all right. Okay, let me do that for you. Our Father, you know the end from the beginning. Nothing takes you by surprise. Father, at times, diagnoses like these and um, things that come as twists and turns unforeseen to us uh, take us by surprise. And yet, Father, we know that you are the sovereign Lord over all, that what you do always is best. And so, Father, in these days, while David continues to see decline in his health, we ask that you, as the Sovereign Lord and the Great Physician, might might give abundant grace and mercy, strength and um, care for him. Father, comfort his soul. Father, we pray for Nancy, comfort for her soul in these days. Um, Father, the doctor has spoken on, on a time frame she foresees, but Father, we... We know that David's days are in your hands and that uh, the breath in his nostrils, the breath in his lungs is a gift from your hand. We thank you for the the heart that burns within him for you, the love he has for his Lord, uh, the burden he has for the lost, 
the love he has for his church and his family. And Father, I pray that you would encourage his mind and heart in these days as there has to be temptation toward frustration and toward um, um, fear at times. And so we pray that you would uh, supply all that he needs in these days. Father, we pray that we as his church may love him well. Uh, we pray that we may continue as I know uh, a number of our men have served here as he's referenced. And uh, Father, I pray that there might be more ways that we as their church family may serve them in the days to come. But Father, we do again entrust them to you. Father, you, you know what is best. You know what um, you intend to do in these uh, days and weeks and hours. And so, Father, I pray that you would honor yourself and David and in Nancy. I pray that you would guide their steps and that you would lift their eyes uh, to you. You would comfort their hearts and that you would undertake for their needs. And uh, Father, in these days, as uh, David has asked us to pray, we ask that you would work in him, that he might finish well, finish his course with joy, the work that you've given to him. May he do it to the end and to the end that you are glorified. So, Father, we thank you again for the time you've given us today, and I pray that this might be used of you to do a work in hearts as you see fit. May many come to faith in Christ because of what you have done and declared through uh, David's life and his teaching and his testimony. So, Father, we thank you for this dear brother, and we pray your best for him in these difficult days. For it's in Christ's name that we pray these things. Amen. Yeah, I, I sometimes wonder if Nancy doesn't have the more difficult role to play. Mm -hmm. uh, she spends a lot of time uh, helping me, you know, cooking and uh, helping me to get ready in the morning and to get ready for bed in the evening. And, mm -hmm. um, and Dr. Lee, uh, when she was there, you know, said, you know, for ALS people, Mm -hmm. uh, death is not particularly painful. Mm -hmm. You know, you just go to sleep one evening and the carbon monoxide buildup in your lungs acts like a drug. Mm -hmm. And um, and the next thing you know, you're gone. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, we know we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. um, for, for me personally, you know, mm -hmm. it's a um, promotion. Amen. You know, it's, Amen. it's not death, you know... Uh, the sting of death is sin, um, mm -hmm. but for the Christian, it's really a promotion to a better world, to a better body, to to better times, um, a better light. Everything is better, uh, but um, these wonderful ladies that we're married to uh, mm -hmm. deserve our support Amen. and uh, help, and I know the church does that constantly. Mm -hmm. And um, when we talk to them, we, they, they tell us how thankful they are mm -hmm. for the church and all that mm -hmm. they're doing. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Well, brother, we love you. And what a wonderful reality that your confidence and all of our confidence is in Christ. Yeah. To be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. And I know you've told us, uh, you want us to pray for your healing, knowing you will ultimately be healed. Absolutely. In His time and in His way. Yeah healed, that he might be glorified in you. So, yeah. brother, we are praying to that end with you. We love you, and we're trusting the Lord to give you his grace 
in these days. Thank you, Joe. Absolutely. Good to see you again. Yes, sir. Take care, brother. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Come and Reason. We look forward to sharing more stories of grace with all of you as the Lord allows in the days to come.